Hey, it's Turkey Week, March 11 through 17. Free shipping on all orders at First Light, FHF Gear, Phelps Game Calls, and the Meat Eater Store, too. You can pick up all the First Light gear that I wear in the Turkey Woods, plus so much more, including Meat Eater by Phelps Turkey Calls, which are straight up killers, and Vortex Red Dots at 20% off. We're going to get you set up for the turkey season. So set up, in fact, that all you have to do is focus on that tom. So head on over to TheMeatEater.com, March 11 through 17 for Turkey Week. It's a Meat Eater Podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newharth, and today we're joined by Seth Morris, Corey Calkins, Alyssa Smith, Hillary Byrne, Max Barda, Roman Schnobrick, Clay Newcomb, and Logan Dove. This is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. Now, Phil, uh, update the room here on why you look the way you look. And, and I don't mean that uh, about like... I can talk about that, too. Okay, sure. Yeah, well, go ahead. the year was 1990. and um, <laughs> uh, No, uh, I was supposed to take a vacation this week. Um, I wasn't going anywhere, so it wasn't a big deal. Then Spencer asked if we could do trivia because this was the only week, week we could do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm in vacation mode, you know? So you look like is, it. You know, I wear this for every vacation yep. I take. Um, definitely didn't get it off the clearance rack at Target. But, uh, yeah, so that's why I'm here. Got a tiki mug. I'm ready to roll. So, hold on. You're, you're on vacation, but you're just staying in town? Yeah, staycation. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. staycation. It's it's the uh, it's kids kids first week at school. You get a lot of stuff to buy and pack and prepare. And oh know. wow, big, point is, Phil deal. is a company man. That's why yeah. he's here. Yeah, that's today. right. Good Phil, on you, Phil. Round 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 thank you. Oh yeah, deserved. I can't believe we haven't done that before. That's a dedicated employee. And it's Seth's birthday. Seth, how old are you today? Thirty-two. Big plans? No. Okay. Nothing at all. No. Maybe I'm going to go out to dinner with my wife. Oh, where are you going? Let me guess, uh, uh, the sack. No. <laughs> okay. No, I go there too much. Land okay. of magic. I think so, yes. Ooh, oh, yeah. Right. There we go. Yeah. Land of magic. Now, this isn't any regular old game of Meat Eater Trivia. This is episode two of the 2023 Meat Eater Trivia Tournament. There are four episodes total, and by the end of the last one, we'll have crowned a champion of Meat Eater Trivia for 2023. Now, this game will have spoilers, so if you haven't heard episode one yet, then pause this and go back and listen to the first show. All right, everyone's had a chance to do that. Everyone's heard episode one. How does the room feel about playing with the stakes being so high? I'm nervous all the time, so. Okay. It's good practice for hunting season. Oh, there you go. on the pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Clay should not feel um, any of the nerves. He actually can advance to the next round. It was just a coincidence. He's in the office today. But he won't be around next week when we record the, love the champions. Of the, game, man. the love, love of the, the game. game. That's if, a good way to put it. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. If he wins, does yep. he still get to donate to the org of his choice? We'll talk oh. about that at the end. We're doing the donation a little bit differently in the oh. tournament. Um, so th- okay. there's another little wrinkle for us. So here's how this is going to work. Episode one was a qualifying round with seven players, two of which got to move on to the championship. Those two players were Cal and Hanzi. Episode two is also a qualifying round with seven new players, two of which will also move on to the championship. 
Episodes three and four are the championship rounds. Those will feature Cal and Hansi from episode one, as well as our reigning champion Brody Henderson, Steven Ranella, Giannis Putellis, and Randall Williams. Brody, Steve, Giannis, and Randall have the most victories in 2023, so they're getting an automatic buy to the championship. And for the stat of the week this week, we're looking at the performance of players in last year's tournament qualifying episodes in the two play-in shows from 2022. The minimum score needed to reach the championship round was a five. Maggie Hudlow, Corey Calkins, and Seth Morris each got five correct answers in their games to move on to the final episode. Now, I'll tell you in the last episode that we just recorded... We had four players go to a tiebreaker with four correct answers, so four or five is probably what you're going to need to make it to episodes three and four. Are we getting the same questions as those you guys? You're not getting no. the same questions. Oh, yeah, I guess this is, yeah, it wouldn't be fun for the listeners <laughs> yeah. if it was all the same. <laughs> no. Never mind, that was a stupid question. Sorry, Spencer. No, go that's on. okay. It's, it's, it's a good question, and I'll address it in a second here, Seth. Here's our 0% question of the week, which tests how much knowledge players have retained from previous shows. This question was from, quali- from a qualifying round last year. The topic was hunting, and nobody got it right. What biblical figure was the great-grandson of Noah and described as a mighty hunter before the Lord? Clay, I'm going to have you sit in silence for a second to see if the rest of our room can come up with the correct answer. As a reminder, this was from a qualifying round last year. Nobody got it right. If you know the answer, you can just shout it out. What biblical figure was the great-grandson of Noah and described as a mighty hunter before the Lord? Anybody know it? Any guesses? I remember getting this wrong. Clay, was it tell, us, tell us the answer, Clay. His, I'll give you a hint. His name <laughs> rhymes with Ramrod. Nimrod. 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 The correct answer was Nimrod. The incorrect oh. answers were Solomon, Samson, John, St. Hubert, Josiah. And for some reason, Max still thinks it's Lion. <laughs> you said Lion in last, last year's episode, <laughs> and now you said Lion again. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> lion is still not right. Yeah, still got it wrong. Now, we don't have any housekeeping for today's show, but here's one final note about the tournament before we move on. Listeners with a keen ear will notice that the questions from this week and last week resemble each other. Because they're both qualifying rounds, I designed the scripts to have similar themes and difficulties. So they're not the same question, Seth, but they are similar. Close. Now, the Shelby Index for today's round is a three, so our winner should get six correct answers. And with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. Game on, suckers! Round two. Oh, wow. Question one. The topic is public lands, and as always, this will be multiple choice. Which of these animals is not found in Idaho's Boise National Forest? Is it a pronghorn, kokanee salmon, gopher snake, or Roosevelt elk? If you don't know, you can see the question on the TV behind you. Corey, Clay, Roman. Again, the question is, which of these animals is not found in Idaho's Boise National Forest? Pronghorn, kokanee salmon, gopher snake, or Roosevelt elk. And we have Vacation Phil putting a nice little touch on the first question with the waiting room music. This reminds me of SpongeBob. 
I thought the same thing. <laughs> exactly. Is it? When I heard is it. Is it? You know, I, 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 for copyright reasons, no, it's not. But <laughs> no, it, it actually isn't. No. <laughs> Royalty-free SpongeBob adjacent music. Uh-huh. Which of these animals is not found in Idaho's Boise National Forest? Pronghorn, kokanee salmon, gopher snake, Roosevelt elk. Who has been to the Boise National Forest? Nobody. Okay. Does everybody have an answer? Which of those is not found there? I've got an illustration too. Okay, that'll be helpful. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Roosevelt elk, Logan saying Roosevelt, Max saying Roosevelt, Hillary saying kokanee salmon, Alyssa saying gopher snake, Roman saying pronghorn, Clay saying Roosevelt elk, and in the little time he had, he drew a beautiful Roosevelt elk. Cordy saying Roosevelt elk. The correct answer is Roosevelt elk. Yes. The room did very well. The closest Shoot, Roosevelt elk to the Boise National Forest are about 300 miles to the west in Oregon. There are pronghorn in the southern part of the forest, kokanee salmon that are native to the northern part of the forest, and gopher snakes are found throughout the forest. The Boise National Forest is the sixth biggest national forest in the country. Question two, the topic is hunting. This next great question comes to us via Steve Corson. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Name one of the 10 most popular female dog names in 2022, according to the American Kennel Club. I wish you would have said male dogs because... I think Max is like top three. <laughs> so let me tell you this, Max. Last episode, the question is name one of the top oh. 10 male dog names. Nice. <laughs> Max was number one. Nice. Damn. This time, though, I need you to tell me one of the 10 most popular female dog names in 2022, according to the American Kennel Club. Clay, how many dogs do you own? Uh, currently, just three. Oh, just um, three. Only three. Um, Man, it's a sad story, but my my best coon dog died back in December. Oh, and then which uh, one was that? Fern. Oh man. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I've only got three. What's the biggest that the Newcomb Kennel has ever gotten? I think I've had six at mm, one time. Okay. And that's, I mean, that's just common. Uh -huh. It's like not even bad an eye. Six and, hunting dogs in Arkansas. <laughs> and when you're naming a dog, do you think? Um, that you are using some of the popular names, or are you always going off the board? Hmm. Would any would any Clay off Newcomb dogs ever show up in the top ten? Have you ever had a Max? No, okay. I don't think so. I don't no think Maxes. we'd have any. Okay, we we like to name dogs human names. Mm. Okay, yeah, like Tim. <laughs> I, Tim's my favorite Tim squirrel dog, dog ever. Yeah, yeah. Besides my own dog. <laughs> He's, Does everybody he's have something. an answer for one of the 10 most popular female dog names? How many dog owners do we have in this room? Everybody except Logan and Roman. Okay. Oh. Do you have a dog, Spencer? I do not. I'm an aspiring dog owner. Do not have he's a He's a big dog. cat guy. <laughs> big, huge cat guy. Almost <laughs> as big a cat guy as Seth. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Greta. Logan saying Atlas, Max saying Bella, Hillary saying Sadie, Alyssa saying Lucy, Roman saying Rosie, Clay saying Sadie, and he drew a Sadie. Well wow. done, Clay. Again. Corey saying Dolly. The 10 
most popular female dog names are Luna, Bella, Daisy, Lucy, Willow, Penny, Sadie, yes. Maggie, Rosie, and Ruby. Oh, oh Ruby. Ruby. Oh, Ruby. 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 For anyone who doesn't know, Max's name is Max, which is the most popular male dog name, and his dog's name is Ruby, which is 10th on the list. A really quick, wow. Spencer, that was so, a lot of names for me mm -hmm. to sort through while you were reading those off. I know Max got it. Can everyone else uh, who got that right, can you raise your hand, please? Most of us got it right, yeah, didn't we? Pretty yeah. good. Well Hillary, done. Alyssa, uh, Roman, Roman Clay. Just missing the top 10 were Nova, Stella, Lily, Nala, Piper, Bailey, and Coco. And just like with last week, some of these were also among the top names for human girls. Luna is ranked highest at 10. That's followed by Willow at 37. Lucy at 48. Ruby at 62. Sadie at 68. Bella at 85. And Daisy at 125. Hey, can I, I just give some short advice got, on, on mm -hmm. dog naming? Mm -hmm. Biggest mistake the Newcombs ever made okay. was we had we wanted to name a dog Scout. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a killer dog name. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to interrupt oh, for you for sure. a second now. And last week you had to name one of the most popular male dog names. Cal said Scout. That was not right. Well, exactly. <laughs> See, we're not, we're not following the trends, uh -huh. but that's like an El Primo dog name. We got this plot. And it, and my family wanted to name it Scout, and I was like, man, it's risky. I don't know if this dog's gonna make it. You know, if it was gonna make a good hunting dog, because I wouldn't keep it if it wasn't. Yeah. And it didn't make it. We named the dog Scout, and now the and the dog wasn't that great. Uh -huh. Name's ruined forever. So okay, if you have a really great name, <laughs> wait. To name the dog. Yep. It's tough. It takes a lot of discipline. Yeah. And Cal's advice for naming a dog was make sure you're comfortable yelling that name in a crowded park. Snort! <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Snort! Snort! <laughs> so, uh, comfortable yelling it in public and something that you don't want to ruin for eternity. Question three. The topic is conservation. Which of the seven natural wonders of the world is home to native fish like the humpback chub, razorback sucker, and bluehead sucker? And the topic is conservation. Which of the seven natural wonders of the world is home to native fish like the humpback chub, razorback sucker, and bluehead sucker? Can I Seth, even, with a confident answer, mm, what do you got, I don't even know if I can name one of the seven <clears throat> wonders of the world. That's a good place to start. Uh, Think about what wow. they are. Corey, do you have this one right? You have some confidence, it appears. I thought I had it, and now my you gotta think brain about is rethinking. Seven. Okay, Seth, do you have this one right? Mm, I'm torn between two. Okay, didn't Biden just say there was nine of the natural <laughs> wonders? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I, I think he did. It was funny. One of his mess ups. One of the seven natural wonders. It's home to native fish like the humpback chub, razorback sucker, and bluehead sucker. Logan, uh, you also were quick to answer. Do you have this one right, you think? Uh, maybe. I'm not no. sure. It's a reminder, a lot on the line. Two of you will get to move on to the championship. Total guessing, but I've got a drawing to go <laughs> Is with that one? Okay. I'm all Is in. everybody ready? I don't know. Ah. <laughs> I'm getting thrown. Yeah. Man. Torn. Is everybody ready? Yep. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying oh, Niagara no. Falls, Logan saying Galapagos Islands, Max saying Nile River, Hillary saying Great Barrier Reef, Alyssa saying Niagara Falls, Roman without an answer, Clay 
saying Nile River, Corey saying Grand Canyon. We have a correct answer in the room. It's the Grand Canyon. Damn it. Oh, oh I almost put yeah. it. Corey's got that. it right. Good job, Corey. Nice job. Got the that, Grand Corey. Canyon portion of the Colorado River ah. is known for large floods, freezing winter temps, hot summer temps, and lots of sediment. As a result, this unique ecosystem only has eight native fish, three of which have been extirpated. Mm. One of the biggest challenges the Grand Canyon native species face are invasive fish like trout, bass, and catfish. Can you tell us what the wonders of the world are? Mm -hmm. I can't tell you them all. Uh, Alyssa said Great Barrier Reef, which was actually the answer to last week's. I'm sorry, Hillary said Great Barrier Reef. That was the answer to last week's version of this question. Um, I don't know what the other ones are. I think the only, I don't think Niagara Falls is one. Is it Nile, Nile it's River? Not? I don't think the Nile River. So. Oh, uh, the big, Victoria Falls, that's one of them. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I don't recall. Question four. The topic is biology. What does the USGS stand for, as in the federal agency? What does the USGS stand for, as in the federal agency? A confident room, all writing very quickly. I'm going to look up the seven natural wonders of the world. We have Mount Everest, Harbor of Rio de Janeiro, Great Barrier Reef, Victoria Falls, Paracatino Volcano, Grand Canyon, and Aurora Borealis. There are your seven natural wonders of the world. But we are on question four. What does the USGS stand for? Cal, what, or excuse me, Clay, did you draw us something for this? Yeah. Okay. Mm, sure. Looking sure forward did. to it. This is a nice little treat. In case Clay I spelled it wrong. Okay. <laughs> is everybody ready? Uh, just a second. Max? Max, show everyone. <laughs> Pipe down, birthday boy. Uh, Waiting on Max and Alyssa. What does the USGS stand for? Clay, can you tell us what you're doing here in town? <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure that I can. I feel secret like project. everything is always spoiled. Okay, it's a secret project. That's what we'll say then. Phil said maybe. Phil, Phil gave this answer in the background, um, which I, I trust Phil's gut, which is to say... It's a future audio project. Okay. Yeah, Very it's good. really exciting. Very Can y'all all, everybody just be excited? Yeah, like, oh, wow, that's stoked. great, Clay. That's great, Clay. Yeah, what is this? Are we, <laughs> we going to be hearing your voice? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's oh, something you're nice. excited about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Maximus, what are we doing over here? A lot of erasing... Hillary is rolling her eyes at you. <laughs> She's over whatever um, you're doing. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> a lot yeah, of pressure. Timer situation. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. let's, let's cut the timer. Yep. On this one now. Yep. Is uh, everybody ready? Yeah. More erasing? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Go I ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying United States Geological Survey. Logan saying United oh. States Geological Service. I Max say, saying United States Geographic Geographic <laughs> Studies. studies. Hillary Ooh. saying United States Geologic Survey. Alyssa saying United States Geological Services. Roman saying United States Geological Survey. Clay saying United States Geologic Survey. Corey saying United States Geological Service. The correct answer is United States Geological Survey. 
I don't think we're going to give it to you if you only said geologic. Ooh, it's, this that's is tough. A, now this is a proper noun. Ooh, which I, I think we're picture. Come on, you did. <laughs> he drew the Clearly planet, that which is, is very geographical. good. I was about to add. I think I think it's got to be geological. Geological. I wrote geologic. Can we help out Phil if you got that right? United States Geological Survey. Raise your hand. I, I think because I, I marked everyone who said survey, and then I yeah. also marked Hillary and Clay. But if they don't yeah. get it, then I'll remove their. We're not going to give it. Clearly, to them. Okay. the the answer needs. It, 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 the, the the pivot point was on the survey. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. Geological. I don't think we're going to give it to you. We're going to stick with geological. The USGS is the wow. nation's largest Wrong. water, earth, and biological science and civilian mapping agency. They were founded in 1879 with the goal of studying our landscape, our natural resources, and our natural hazards. They are a fact-finding organization with no regulatory responsibility. Question five. The topic is gear. The Realtree corporate headquarters are located in this state. Confident Seth, Corey, and Clay. Again, the question is the Realtree corporate headquarters are located in this state. You know this one, Seth. I have a pretty good idea. You know this one, Clay? Yeah. Have you been there, just... Clay? Yeah. That's I mean, not to, the, the not, to, not to their headquarters, no. I've been to the state. Okay, that's a hint. If everyone, if anyone knows Clay's whereabouts, <laughs> the Realtree corporate headquarters are located in this state. This is question five. We'll get a scoreboard update from Phil after this. The Realtree corporate headquarters are located in this state. What did you draw for us on this one, Clay? Did you draw a shape of the state? More. Okay. More. <laughs> More. I like it. I'm very excited. Did you draw real free? Draw like Hardwoods HD or something? Mm -hmm. Is everybody ready? Clay even has a brown marker uh, mm. just, just for drawing whatever he... Whatever he can come up with. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Georgia. Logan mm. saying Wisconsin. Max saying Georgia. Hillary saying Missouri. Alyssa saying Texas. Roman saying Tennessee. Clay saying Georgia. He drew uh, Georgia plus a peach. Well done. Corey saying Mississippi. The correct answer wow. is Georgia. Ooh, the room did man. pretty well. Clay, can uh, you do me a favor? Will you turn your board when you mm -hmm. draw a picture? Because we can't see it over here. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, show, show yeah. everyone. It's, it's a good little treat. The Realtree corporate, excuse me, Bill Jordan started Realtree in 1986 when he sketched his first camel pattern in his parents' front yard. The brand took off when Jordan got a booth at SHOT Show, which helped him open his first facility in a rented church in Columbus, Georgia. You know, the, the folks down in Georgia, in Georgia, call him Bill Jordan. Okay, yep, it's true. Do Jordan. they call him that Bill in Arkansas Jordan. or not? You know, I I would tend to say Jordan because mm -hmm. you know Michael. You're a Jordan, Yankee, but now that would. But be you're, true. you're also Mr. Akern over here, so we got to oh. respect the uh, region. Yeah, Jordan, right there, Bill Jordan. Phil, we are halfway through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. Yeah, everyone's on the board this time. We've got Logan, Hillary, and Alyssa with one point apiece. 
Roman and Corey have two, and all tied up in first place wow. with three points are Seth, Max, and Clay. Ooh, Ooh. very fun. Ooh. Just question. I'd be in the lead if I wasn't robbed. <laughs> Hey, it's Turkey Week, March 11 through 17. Free shipping on all orders at First Light, FHF Gear, Phelps Game Calls, and the Meat Eater Store, too. You can pick up all the First Light gear that I wear in the Turkey Woods, plus so much more, including Meat Eater by Phelps Turkey Calls, which are straight-up killers, and Vortex Red Dots at 20% off. We're going to get you set up for the turkey season. So set up, in fact, that all you have to do is focus on that Tom. So head on over to TheMeatEater.com, March 11 through 17 for Turkey Week. Question six. The topic is cooking. An Oklahoma-style burger patty is smothered with this vegetable. The room is stumped. An Oklahoma-style burger patty is smothered with this vegetable. Clay, you are the closest thing we have to an Oklahoman, and yeah. you have no idea. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. An Oklahoma-style burger patty is smothered with this vegetable. Hmm. Logan, I think you were the quickest to have an answer. Yeah. Is this just it? a guess? Do you know it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of just guessing. Okay. Yeah. Oh man! I mean, I'm trying to think of other burger and a vegetable. Where did you find this? Wikipedia? <laughs> Everywhere. You call up an Oklahoman you know after this, and you ask him or her, or you ask her. I'm pretty close to an Oklahoman. I know. Hold on, I'm gonna change. An Oklahoma-style burger patty is smothered with this vegetable. Is everybody ready? No. I don't think I spelled it right. Corey is feeling the pressure over here. I'm due to borrow a fly rod from him, which may not happen. He may have conveniently <laughs> forgotten it if uh, if he does not advance in this game. Is everybody ready? No. Looking for the vegetable. I don't even have a creative answer. Okay. No pictures. Then. But you have an answer. I mean, I wrote an mm. answer. And does it My does it lack God. a picture this time? Nope. I, I'm oh, uninspired. Wow. By this okay. question. <laughs> as harsh as clay could be i think max are you ready yeah sure everybody ready go ahead and reveal your answers we have seth saying artichoke, artichoke. Ooh, logan saying ooh, onions max saying green chili hillary saying poblano pepper sounds good Alyssa saying onion roman saying jalapeno clay saying onions Corey saying onions we have a correct answer it's onion. The room oh. did pretty well. Damn it, I had onion. Despite and them lacking yeah. confidence. The recipe was created during the Great Depression as a way to make more burgers with less beef. 
Oklahoma onion burgers start as a ball of meat that's generously seasoned with salt and pepper and then topped with a fistful of onions before getting smashed into a hot griddle. You can learn how to cook one by checking out Justin Townsend's recipe on TheMeatEater.com called Venison Oklahoma Burgers. Corey, you're Corey, yeah, your cell all phones put away. Of, put the cell phones away, please. We, we're getting a lot of feedback I'm in our ears. Make sure mine's turned off. <laughs> or airplane mode. Now, does that seem familiar to anybody in Oklahoma onion burger? It's I a just, smash burger that is smothered with onions. Is it kind of the same as a patty melt? Would be very similar. Go to TheMeatEater.com. You'll get Justin Not Townsend's right. recipe. They look delicious. Question seven. The topic is hunting. Mike Hunsucker and Sean Lucktell started this archery hunting show in 2007. Mike Hunsucker and Sean Lucktell started this archery hunting show in 2007. We have a confident Seth. A confident Clay, who is also drawing us a nice picture. Logan, do you know this one? Another guess. Okay. <laughs> Max, do you know this no, one? No, I do not. Mike Consucker and Sean Lactel. Shout out to Mike. He's a good dude. I like that guy. Mike is going to be getting one of our prototypes of the Meat Eater trivia game so he can give me some feedback. Nice. And what he thinks. Mike Hunsucker and Sean Lactel started this archery hunting show in 2007. Have you watched their show, Clay? Are you familiar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about you, Seth? Big fan. Oh, yeah, big fan. <laughs> Max asked what it's called. Channel. What's it on? Clay and it's probably, Seth. It's probably one of the longest-running hunting shows out there. Can we... Can I say something now rather than later while these people have some time? Not it wouldn't give anything away. Then go ahead. Well, I trust just, you. They, I trust they, you. Uh, their show was one of the first hunting shows that introduced really high quality cinematic film. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So when they were doing it, and there were some other people involved back in the day, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was like groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. They, their show and and. I felt like Meat Eater had a similar sensibilities. It looked like it was produced by professionals rather than produced by hunters or anglers, which is what a lot of outdoor content tends to look like. Is everybody ready? Great hints. Wait a minute. That was like a backhand. These guys <laughs> no, are hunters so. and anglers. They are like hunters and anglers. It looked like it got made by mm-hmm. hunters and anglers. Mm-hmm. But they also, uh, their their content looks like they are professionals in that industry. Yeah, cinema professionals. Like they could work, um, they could make commercials for TV. Yes. Uh, they could do anything. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Heartland Bow Hunter, Logan saying Hunting Public, Max saying Full Draw, Hillary saying Bow and Arrow, <laughs> Alyssa without an answer, Roman saying Total Archery. Clay saying Heartland Bow Hunter. He drew a person at full draw. Great drawing. Corey saying Heartland. The correct answer is Heartland Bow Hunter. Because I was a stickler on the USGS, I don't think we're going to give it to you, Corey. I don't think Heartland is good enough. Oh, I called BS Clay. What on do you that. think, Clay? You, I mean, you. This is <clears throat> this guy right here. I'll go to bat for him any day. Give him the point. You heard a point. Mm. I'm, I'm Actually, in competition with them, no. and I would you say want that fly rod or not. <laughs> Max, you want to give him the point? I, I, I would accept that answer. Max wants to give him the point. Is there another show called Heartland? And have they ever? We should Google it. Without a bow. Well, they have Heartland well, Waterfowl. That's true. Yeah, but I it would kind of be like saying, "What's the name of the company 
that Steve Nella runs, and we'd say meat. Mm. Which it would, which, which would is, not be which good enough. Right. Right. No. Meat is a culinary no, brand. Different. <laughs> Corey, uh, we're not going to give it to you. Oh, I'm sorry, it's man. it's not. Is there a show called enough. Heartland? Heartland Bowhunter was born after the group invented a camera tree arm that's specifically made for whitetail bowhunters. Since then, they've created 16 seasons of the show, along with a spinoff called Heartland Waterfowl. The Heartland Bowhunter team has also started making video content for Meat Eater, which you can watch on our YouTube channel in 2024. Question eight. The topic is fishing. This type of sinker with an alliterative name was created by a North Dakota walleye angler in 1964. The room is slow to come up with an answer. This type of sinker with an alliterative name was created by a North Dakota walleye angler in 1964. Oh, boy. Max, you're the closest thing we have to a North Dakotan. Oh, I am the only North Dakotan. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't know it. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I thought he was okay. from somewhere else. This type of sinker with an alliterative name was created by a North Dakota walleye angler in 1964. Clay, this would be one of your blind spots, potentially. Do you think you have this one right? I don't. Okay. But he's going to draw us something anyway. This is question eight. We'll get a scoreboard update from Phil after this. It's a sinker with an alliterative name. It was created by a North Dakota walleye angler in 1964. Uh, Seth, you have an answer. How do you uh, feel about it? Uh, not good. Not Mr. Good. Mr. Walleye. Yeah, I feel like you're our guy. Yeah, I, I've probably used this thing a thousand times, but I don't know. Is everybody ready? I just don't know. Max, it looked like uh, yeah, your homunculus think... helped you out there. Did, did you think you come up with the correct, with the correct answer? No. I think so. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answer. We have Seth saying split shot. Logan mm -hmm. without an answer. Max saying bottom bouncer. Hillary without an answer. Alyssa saying dropper. Roman without an answer. Clay saying slip shot. Corey saying teardrop. Max got it. The wow. correct answer oh. is the bottom bounce. God, I almost put that too. I was wow. going to put Lindy Rig, but then I was just like, yeah. Max. Oh, no. oh, okay. Bob Meter invented the bottom bouncer after finding that his other sinkers were getting snagged too much while trolling. First, he tried putting the weight at the bottom of the wire, but found that it was more effective if he moved it up. The design didn't really catch on until the 1980s when a pair of South Dakota walleye guides started winning national tournaments using the weights. Is he from... Devil's Lake. I don't know where he was yeah. from. He I try to avoid bottom bouncing. I think it's the boringest thing you can do. It's kind of an old man. Yeah, it is. When I'm, when I'm old and tired, yeah. I'll drink beer and bottom bounce. That's right. As, as young guns, we like to pitch yeah. jigs. Yeah, that's right. Phil, we have two questions left. I think it just got interesting. Give us a leaderboard update. Yeah, we've got Hillary with one point. Roman, Logan, and Alyssa all have two points apiece. Corey has three. Sorry, Corey. Got Shut Seth up. and Max with four, and Clay is in first place with five points. Okay. Good thing as, you can't move on. As yeah. a reminder, <laughs> Clay will not advance. What if to I the came back next week? If you come back, you'll play. It's, it's, <laughs> can we'll, I use we'll the five hundred dollars to 
pay for a blind date. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start a, we'll start a, what is it, a 5013 real go quick. Go fund me yep. to get Clay to Clay's travel. Mm-hmm. Question nine, the topic is conservation. This is our listener question of the week, which was won by Wyatt Flesher for sending this great question. Wyatt is going to get a book signed by Steve. Three years after the Cuyahoga River went up in flames, this legislation was passed so that it would never happen again. Hmm. Clay, if you didn't know, and Roman, the question is behind you on oh, the TV. If that, that will help you at all. Here's the question again. Three years after the Cuyahoga River went up in flames, this legislation was passed so that it would never happen again. Seth, do you think you have this one right? Um, I think I'm close. Logan, you were, you were the quickest to answer. Do you think you have this one right? Yeah, I think so. Does that look right? Really? You know it, Logan? Where's that river? Is that back east? Not going to help Probably. you. Max and Logan, do you guys agree with each other's answers, or do you have something different? I don't think there's any sharing of answers. <laughs> okay. I, I shared with him, but... Three years after the Cuyahoga River went up in flames, this legislation was passed so that it would never happen again. I'm Corey, are you now protesting the game <laughs> after the Heartland answer? No, no, I am okay. a little upset, but okay. I just don't have an answer to this mm-hmm. one. I'm... I crossed out. I crossed out okay. my previous answer, mm-hmm. which won't count. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can but read it. Erase yep. it. We'll acknowledge it. Well, I mean, you don't have to acknowledge it. Just, it just felt like a waste to erase it. <laughs> so much more modest than Steve. Steve is like, <laughs> read my answer. Yeah. <laughs> is everybody ready? Corey, are you going to come up with an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Clean Water Act. Logan saying Clean Water Act. Oh. Max saying Clean Waste Act. <laughs> Hillary saying Clean Water Act. Alyssa without an answer. Roman without an answer. Clay saying the Clean Water Act. He crossed out the Cuyahoga Act and he drew a bunch of flames. Corey without an answer. The correct answer is the Clean Water Act. The room right. did Woo. pretty well. I was one letter off. The Clean Water Act, which is technically called the Federal Water Pollution Control Act, is the primary federal law that governs water pollution. The bill was originally vetoed by President Richard Nixon, who said it was too expensive. But the next day, the Senate and House both voted to override his veto, which got the bill to pass. Phil, we are on to question 10. Where does the leaderboard stand? Well, for sure that Clay is not going to be uh, coming back and he won't be able to raise enough on the GoFundMe page. Uh, I'll, I won't read his score. He's got six points, though. He's well, in first he can place. still win. Okay, right. okay yeah, he's got six, six points. Mm-hmm. We've got Roman, Hillary, and Alyssa all with two points. Uh, and then Logan and Corey have three. Max has four. And Seth has five points. Ooh. Okay, so we have Seth moving on. We have Max, who is, has a one-point lead with who, who is he barely beating? Corey and Logan have We would three. need Corey and Logan to get this right, Max to get it wrong, to go to a tiebreaker, but we already know <laughs> that Seth is going to the championship episode. Question 10. The topic is woodsmanship. This toy, which was invented in 1916, inspired the name of a campfire building technique in which wood is stacked in a square pile around tinder. This toy, which was invented in 1916, 
inspired the name of a campfire building technique in which wood is stacked in a square pile around tinder. You want the name of the toy, not the... The name of the toy. Okay. Hey, can I, uh... What do you got, Clay? Well, I was going to go back to the Clean Water Act. Mm -hmm. Bear Grease, we just did a big four-part series on the Mississippi River. Mm. I went into it not knowing a lot, really, about the river. Uh -huh. I interviewed some of the top river hydrologists and fisheries biologists with the Corps of Engineers mm -hmm. about the lower Mississippi and was kind of shocked to find out the health of the Mississippi River. Yeah. Really strong. Mm -hmm. The fishery of the, the, the body of the Mississippi River yep. is incredibly robust. There are no endangered species mm -hmm. or no species have gone extinct out of the river. Sure. It was it was pretty encouraging. If you had that conversation 50 years ago, though, it probably would have been significantly more bleak. I saw a stat that it was like before the Clean Water Act, only one third of our waterways um, were safe to even swim in. And now I think they're up to like 75%. Or Is everybody ready to name the children's toy? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Lincoln Log. Logan saying Lincoln Log. Max saying Logs Building Blocks. Hillary saying Lincoln Logs. Alyssa saying Jenga. Roman saying Lincoln Logs. Clay saying Lincoln Logs. Corey saying Lincoln Logs. The correct answer is Lincoln Logs, which means we are going to a tiebreaker between Max and Corey and Logan. Whoa. Wow. The Lincoln Log Campfire is said to be the best style of campfire for cooking over. It's created by laying wood in alternating directions until you form a pile that resembles a log cabin. Lincoln Logs, which are in the National Toy Hall of Fame, were invented by the son of the famous architect Frank Lloyd Wright. Play the drop, Phil. We are going to overtime. Tiebreaker. If you ain't first, you're last. I think just cut it at, if you ain't first, you're last, and then like go into other stuff that's funny. I never liked it. Hey, Phil, f off, man. Now to clear some things up, we have Clay, who has won the game, correct, outright. We have Seth, who would be moving on to the championship, and now we are finding out who the last competitor is between Max, Logan, and Corey to get the final spot. The tie-breaking topic is cooking. And this great question was sent by Caleb McLean. What percentage of Texas hunters said they always utilize feral hog meat by eating it or giving it away? This is a numerical question. I will have you write to one decimal point. The closest person to the correct answer will be declared the finalist for the championship episode, but everyone else should play along anyway, because if somebody hits it right on the nose, we will add an extra $100 donation to the end of the show. Here is the prompt again. What percentage of Texas hunters said they always utilize feral hog meat by eating it or giving it away? And this was a 2023 survey given to 400 hog hunters. I think in honor of Bob Barker's death, mm -hmm. that if you go over, it shouldn't count. We, we never do the Price is Right rules, but maybe we'll close out the show uh, with a different tagline instead of our usual one. 99. Did anyone see the meme of about how he got so close to 100 without going over? <laughs> That's that good. good. 99 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. I didn't see that, but that's good. Does everybody have an answer for the percentage of Texas hunters 
who said they always utilize feral hog meat by eating it or giving it away. Again, we're down to Corey, Max, and Logan. Everybody ready? Max? Oh, oh he's changing change of heart to one percentage point. A lot of writing. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying 18%. Hillary saying 93.3. <laughs> Alyssa saying 72.1. Roman saying 65. Clay saying 30. Our three finalists, Corey saying 34%. Max saying 88.8%. Logan saying 82.5%. The correct answer is 48% oh, making Corey mm. our right. winner. That's higher than I thought. You deserved it, Corey. 48% said they always utilize the meat by eating it or giving it away. Well done, Corey. I, I felt bad about the Heartland question, but here you are anyway. Uh, ball don't lie. That's what they say, right, Clay? Ball don't lie? I've never heard that before. But <laughs> say, <laughs> you, you, say that, you say that to Shep sometime, and then he'll, he'll just be like, yeah, Dad, ball don't lie. That's right. Well done, Corey and Seth. Moving on. These were two of our finalists last year as well, and here we are again, the same two fellas going to the championship. How does it feel? Feels good. Yeah, I feel better, but I'm okay. still pretty upset. Okay. <laughs> Didn't even need the tiebreaker in, in Corey's opinion. Now, what would normally happen is Clay gets to choose where the $500 donation from Meat Eater goes. But because this is part of the tournament, we're doing something a little different. Here's what's going to happen. We are banking each donation until the end of the tournament. So instead of four $500 donations, the trivia champion is going to, get, is going to make one $2,000 donation It'll be the biggest donation in Meat Eater trivia history. Very cool. Mm. Clay, you could uh, maybe lobby for Corey and Seth in case they, they make it to the championship and win. Yeah. Where that $2,000 donation. I've been thinking donation about goes. how $500 a week is a pretty generous donation. We oh, used to be 100 mm -hmm. We started off with 100 yeah. uh, Meat Eater was willing to up it. I think we're over $30,000 now that we've given to uh, conservation organizations from the show. Yeah, that's big. Very exciting. Corey oh. and Seth moving on. Nice job, guys. Next Yo, week. Happy birthday. Thanks, next Max. week starts the you championship. <laughs> it will sure be a two-episode two championship. It's going to be 20 questions to determine our winner instead of just 10. Very excited. Wow. Join us next time for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins, and make sure you spay and neuter your pets. R.I.P. That's what Bob Barker always said. Unless you oh, want to breed them. <laughs> Clay, you were the one who suggested it. Heck of a coon dog. <laughs> <laughs>